It is often said that three is the magic number. Might it be two? The fairy tale of the three little bears and the three chances to guess Rumpelstiltskin's name should not be altered. Two, however, can be as equally enchanting as three, depending on the context. Benjamin Franklin once claimed that well done is twice done. Not thrice done, twice done. What exactly did Franklin wish to convey here? When I was a senior in high school, I recall once playing basketball with a friend of mine at the time. He was actually on the high school basketball team, whereas I played in a private Jewish league. Needless to say, he was a better player than I was. I helped him with his homework, and in exchange, he gave me basketball lessons. We were on the court and shooting the ball around. I took a shot, and I missed. He said to me, In basketball, it's okay to miss the first shot, but there's really no reason to miss the second. Make the adjustment you need so that the second time, the ball goes in. I shot the ball again, aiming a bit more to the left and applying a slightly higher arc. Swish. The second time is a charm. The leap in progress we make from one to two is far greater than that which we make from twice to thrice. Yeah, that's right. This cut goes out to all y'all that's been missing us for mad years. One love, yo. Yeah, that's right. He's got game. If man is the father, the son is the center of the earth In the middle of the universe Then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such Word. Amongst the fiends controlled by the screens What does it all mean, all this shit I'm seeing? <laughs> Human beings screaming vocal javelins Sign of a local nigga unraveling uh -huh. My wandering got my ass wondering With crisis and all this crisis Consider the American Constitution. Say what you will about this controversial document, it has certainly had an impressive track record. The hallowed story is well known. It was written in the hot summer of 1787 in Philadelphia. Men, and they were certainly men, got together from the 12 of the 13 American colonies, Rhode Island didn't show up, and decided to achieve a lofty goal. To write a constitution which would somehow magically govern a nation of thousands, if not millions, for decades, if not centuries to come. The language, the ideas, the concepts, the logic contained in that document all needed to be ingeniously crafted to stand the test of time and ensure that this experiment in government did not abruptly collapse in upon itself. Since the inauguration of this document, the American Republic has seemed to be legitimately on the verge of extinction at least once, the Civil War, and has ignobly carried a hefty amount of injustice along the way as it has proceeded further and further into the great unknown. Yet, more than two centuries later, it is still here and arguably thriving, at least relative to other countries. We can reasonably declare the Constitution a success. The Founding Fathers were doing a lot of things right at that 1787 Philadelphia Convention. 
Part of the reason the U.S. Constitution has been so resilient and clever is because it was a take-two. The first Constitution, which the framers tried to write, did fail. This document was known as the Articles of Confederation, ratified in 1781. It failed because, among other reasons, it allowed for too much decentralization. Each of the 13 states was too independent for its own good. To move from state to state at that time was not unlike crossing the border into a new country. Pennsylvania and New Jersey, to name just two states, would have had their own monetary systems. There was no ability for the federal government to fund its operation through taxes. Hence, there could be no standing army or interstate postal service. These early Americans learned their lesson. When they rewrote the Constitution six years later, they corrected all of these previous errors. The new republic would have a central government with an executive branch, which controlled the army, and a legislative branch with the power to raise taxes, to name just a few edits. Benjamin Franklin himself sat at the head of the 1787 convention and made sure that this time around, this second time, they got it right. As he sat there, did he have in mind that aphorism he had written down years earlier in Poor Richard's Almanac, well done is twice done? When the mind or the body is permitted to partake in an experience, not just once, but twice, it quietly exults in the endeavor. The first time was enjoyable, sure, but the pleasure one imbibes here is often clouded and diminished by the disorientation we feel as we get our bearings in these Elysian fields. The second time, however, we find ourselves freed up from surprise and disorientation such that genuine savoring can occur. Moreover, the second time magnifies the first time in that, perhaps on an unconscious level, we do not expect the same good thing to happen to us twice. When it does, we rejoice in thanksgiving. While the devil takes care of making all the rules Folks don't even own themselves Paying mental rent The corporate presidents uh, One out of one million residents Be a dissident Who ain't kissing it The politics of chains and whips Got the sick missing chips And all the championships What's love got to do with what you got? Don't let a win get to your head Or a loss to your heart Nonsense perseveres Prayers laced with fear Beware Two triple O is It might there. feel good It might sound a little something But damn the game If it don't mean nothing What is game? Who got game? Where's the game? And like Behind the game Behind the game I got game She got game You are listening to The Shrift Life Tip 47 Isaiah 51 Composers of music are attuned to this pleasure principle. In music, there is something profoundly joyful about hearing the exact same segment of notes repeated. To quote musicologist Tom Service in a 2016 article in The Guardian, Repetition is a musical fundamental that connects every culture on earth. It's an odd phenomenon that has little crossover in other art forms, unquote. 
service is not referring to a single repetition, but rather to dozens, if not hundreds of repetitions. Hearing the same bass line repeated throughout a song, listening to the same song over and over again. While I agree that there is pleasure in this endless repetition, I would get even more precise than service. I would contend that there is also a distinct musical motif of playing the same series of notes twice and only twice. Three times would be far, far too many. In fact, in classical music, it was expected and routine to play the opening sequence twice. A fine example of this repetition is Mozart's legendary Symphony No. 40. exquisite opening two minutes is, in fact, so exquisite that Mozart has us listen to it again for two more minutes, exactly the same as the first time. Are we bored at hearing it twice? Of course not. The first time around was just an appetizer, a trailer, a tease. It is during the second round in which we can really relax into the music and allow ourselves to be carried away by it. Three times, however, would be too many. That would sound, well, repetitive, and hence irksome. But don't worry, Mozart always knows exactly how many notes to use to maximize your enjoyment. Here is a mini example of the repetitive opening sequence in classical music I am discussing. Notice how the musical sequence is repeated verbatim, and ask yourself how the effect the music had on you changed from round one to round two. This is the opening to the third movement of Mozart's Sinfonia Concertante for violin, viola, and orchestra, Kerschel number 364. I suspect you had the same reaction as I did. One time here would be not enough, three would be too many, and two was just right. The second time is a charm. The Haftarah from the Parsha of Shoftim comes from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah prophecies that Israel will be released from exile and return gloriously to the Promised Land. Throughout this Haftarah reading, and throughout Isaiah generally, Isaiah will repeat the same word twice. He tells Zion to awake, awake, ori, ori, Zion. In verse 12, chapter 51, Isaiah does not merely state that I am he who comforts you. Instead, Isaiah states, I am, I am he who comforts you. Anochi, anochi, who? And in verse 11 of chapter 52, Isaiah does not call on the Jews to depart, go out from there, but rather to depart, depart, go out from there. 
Soru, soru. See you, Misham. Again, we witness how, poetically, two is the divine number. If Isaiah had said awake three times instead of twice, the word would become ridiculous on the third pronouncement and forfeit its gravity. If he said it only once, however, it would not receive the emphasis and the musicality it deserves. In this sense, Isaiah had the same keenness for artful repetition as did Mozart. We live today in an age which does not like to repeat. Our capitalist mindset has made our minds overeager for consumption of new products. If we read a book once, we do not read it a second time because we already read that book and there are other new books to read. If we visit a country once, we do not go back a second time because there are other new countries to see. In fact, if we are going to do anything worth doing, we must do it twice. The first time, we are still getting our bearings, still adjusting to the new climate, still finding our way in the darkness. It is the second time in which we can luxuriate a bit, in which we can be masters instead of novices. Nowhere can this phenomenon be better experienced than on the yoga mat. For our bodies are just as attuned to the magic of twice as are our minds. In yoga, poses are repeated. Once is simply not enough. The first time one attempts a pose, the body resists. The body can scarcely move. The second time, however, something almost miraculous occurs. The body, so to speak, gets the message that the mind wants it to maneuver itself into the strange position and the body dutifully complies. But it only heeds our wish when twice requested. If we tell our bodies merely to ori, they will laugh us out of the room. But ori, ori? This time, we are not sure how we got here, but suddenly we have found ourselves in downward-facing dog.